Jackson. 93.3 AM 560. Israel cannot stop until this job is done. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. One hour down, one hour to go in the show. If you've seen any of the headlines over the past 24 hours, the newsleader, KY3, you name it, there's a new organization in Springfield. It's called United Springfield. And it's a pack organized around the local nonpartisan elections. It's led by Terry McQuery and Jim Anderson. And they're both in studio with us right now. And we're going to talk to them about this pack. But first, as we do every day, question of the day, question of the day today. It's October 31st, or for all you heathens out there, it's Halloween. And so the question of the day is, what's your favorite Halloween candy? I can answer that. Go. Popcorn balls. They don't make them anymore. But Popcorn balls. When I was a little girl. Does that count as Halloween candy? Well, sure it does. It's sweet. Okay. Yes, that absolutely What is the definition? I was going to ask. That What's the definition? Popcorn. Okay. I don't even. Is this just like caramel yeah, popcorn? I think people used to take corn, corn syrup and you would mix it with popcorn and roll it into a ball. Interesting. And, of course, you know, that's, this was many, many years ago. But some people would wrap it in cellophane and then hand it out. And it was wonderful. Messy, but wonderful. Jim, what about you? I love chocolate. I love peanut butter. So Reese's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's got to be the most popular answer. Now, we're going to just go on this for a little bit. Are you? What do you guys do? do you, I, neither of you are dressed up. So I assume you're not doing the Halloween costume thing today? Dressed up as pack leaders. Exactly. Right. <laughs> dressed up as pack. I like it. Pack leaders, yeah. Do you hand out candy? Yes. Do you get many trick-or-treaters no not where we are now we used to when we were cinema on the hill but uh, we don't as much now but uh, certainly in roundtree they uh, they literally have cast of thousands yes so if it were not 25 degrees outside i would be at roundtree at the parade but it's a little chilly might be indoors this year okay let's talk about united springfield what is it where's the what what was the brainchild behind it how'd you all decide to start it well um, this has been in the making for a few months. It was various people that are currently on the steering committee and just talking about, you know, upcoming races, city council, mayor, which is, I don't believe until 2025, school board. And our thought process was we need to have a nonpartisan group. So hence, United Springfield. And it's interesting because United Springfield, especially in the initial release, not as much nonpartisan as bipartisan. Terry, you're a Republican. Jim, you're a Democrat. Right. And you said, hey, we want to come together, create a board of people, an organization to support nonpartisan candidates. And if I'm reading the, the, the language correctly, essentially turn down the temperature on these nonpartisan races. Does that sound yes. right? That's yes. fair. Absolutely okay. it is. I mean, all around us, uh, there's so much disruption and divisiveness and polarization it seems like i mean whether it be nationally or statewide or regionally or even in our community and we're wanting to try to bring more of a positive outlook in terms of what nonpartisan races in our community does you know every campaign consultant tells you that people vote out of here fear and hate I understand. does does a 
Does a positive group really have a path to effectuate change in a local community? We absolutely believe it does. Mm-hmm. As you say, I mean, the, the world of, I mean, let's face it, pollsters and political consultants control a lot of the agenda this day. And, and we believe there is a place, absolutely a place for that positive voice as we have in our mission of United Springfield. You know, and I, I, when did it, when did it happen? Cause we've all, all of us in this room, everybody listen. You will hear universally people say, ah, I hate, I hate the negative ads. I hate the fighting. That's all they do. But when did that start? Because I'm always like, well, maybe this was always, I mean, Lincoln Douglas, they were, you know, gonna, gonna duel with each other. Maybe, was it always the case or is it, is the discourse worse? And if so, what made it worse? First of all, I believe in civil discourse. I know you do. I know Terry does. And I think most people do, but it has gotten worse. There's no question. And I think, it's feeding on itself. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I can't point my finger, but in my mind, you've already hit the nail on the head. A lot of that, I think, is at the foot of political consultants who have said, hey, you have to go negative to win. And I also think social media has had played a big right. part of it because right. it's one thing people can sit behind their device and say something perhaps derogatory about someone else as opposed to face to face. And then it just escalates. And I, I, I just think it's sad. See, and I, I think that's, I agree with that. Cause if you look back, you know, the founding fathers, the Federalist Papers, a lot of them are written under pen names. A lot of the debate over the Constitution, they did the same thing back then. It's just you couldn't spread your message as far. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now with the rise of the internet and especially social media, I mean, gargoyle one, two, three can say whatever they want to say on social media about whatever they want. Right. And half the time, people are like, oh, is this true? We don't know. Mm -hmm. And so it's very difficult to figure out what's true, what's not. Um, Tell us a little bit about the organization and the group you put together. How did you pick who was on the board? How did you decide or or the the people you wanted involved? Or did they come to you? Well, I think it's a combination. Uh, There are a couple people that are on the steering committee that have been saying for quite some time we we need to make a change on how these campaigns are held so that uh and then we were very we were very decisive in collecting people that are a little bit more to the right such as me a little bit more to the left such as jim and those that are independent and plus i feel like people that have a lot of decorum in their uh interaction with others because going forward we'll have interaction with each other and and to talk things out no, no radio hosts on there. No, nobody that's going to stir the pot up a lot. Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet, but you never know. Elijah. There's a place. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I remember when I first started the radio, and people were like, "You're kind of boring. You have to take more chances on the radio." So, um, all right. Next question. Um, you know, we've obviously got the first round of of nonpartisan elections coming up right. in the spring. Right. Uh, do you all plan to be involved in that that election cycle? Absolutely. How do you make the decision on who you endorse and who you support? Is there going to be an interview process, or what's that look like? Keep in mind, we're brand new. I mean, we had our initial steering committee meeting just last week, so there's a lot still to be determined. But certainly we will look at all means of feedback in terms of making that decision. Once the slate of candidates is known, we obviously will take a look at those uh, those individuals, and we will have, obviously, some criteria some selection process and procedure. But in terms of all the details, it's it's really too early because we're still to be determined on that. But but we're going to welcome a lot of feedback, I guarantee. And, and it's for both new candidates and incumbents. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about, you know, there's 
and it, it, we talked about this a little bit before we went on. There's there's concern from some of the conservative circles that are like, oh, this is to make sure that we can't take over the school board. We've talked about it on the show. We've we've seen a lot of fights over school board last election. I would say we got very close in my mind, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You've got a pretty big group of conservatives on one side. You've got some more of the establishment on the other, and you've got probably at least one or two swing votes in the middle. So it's pretty pretty divided or balanced, depending on the positive or negative spin. Um, and so, but there's some conservatives like, oh, this group is to make sure we can't take over the school board. Is that the, is that the focus here? No, I, I think the whole, our whole thing as our entity is that we want to encourage and support people to run for the, for this position, positions, not just school board going on into city council and mayor, but to, to adhere to our mission. And Jim, do you want to speak to that a little bit yeah, further? Or? I would agree totally. I mean, we're not going to be against anybody. Right. We're going to be for people. Right. And, it, and it's that for part that I think is important. And, and again, we'll be looking at candidates that, uh, in terms of running for school board, that have kids as their primary agenda, certainly. And we'll be looking at mayor and council races for individuals that have the best for this community as their agenda. So, I mean, we're not trying to join in the divisiveness. We're trying to be the contrast to all of that. Uh, obviously, the the big thing that you've, the, the big theme that has come out of this has been less less incendiary rhetoric, more cooperation, synergy. Yes. Um, do you have a set of principles or anything like that that you've, you said, this is what we want to follow as far as, ideas for the school board or ideas for the city that you're focused on again a lot of the detail is to be determined elijah but but i would say that our, our principles probably are we believe in civil discourse mm-hmm. we believe in community partnerships we believe that collaboration is uh, the sweet sauce of our community and and beyond that there's a lot of sub themes but again it's the positive united aspect that we're looking at but in terms of developing that template if you will that we use to evaluate uh, uh, and analyze candidates that's to be determined those details let's talk about the your both background now terry we started with you but jim for those of you who don't know your yeah. background tell yeah. tell the listeners a little bit about you know what you've done over the past 30 years well i uh, served the springfield area chamber of commerce for almost 27 years and and retired in 2014 and then went to cox south and uh, was there for about six years and then totally retired in 2020 and, and but community. apparently you can't totally retire. I, I can't <laughs> retire. I'm a very active community volunteer right now in several organizations: Council of Churches, Springfield Daily Citizen, obviously this organization, and and uh, you know I, I you know I can't sit still. I got to do something. And and also my wife says you got to get out of the house. So I'm out <laughs> of the house. So I, I try to do that too. But you know I I my background is education. I'm a former school teacher, school administrator, and I will tell you that probably is what motivated me as much as anything to do what I'm doing with this organization. Now, some of our listeners know Terry McQuarrie's in the Pickleball Hall of Fame. Has she got you <laughs> yeah. into this sport yet? No, not yet. Oh, not well, yet. that'll, that'll <laughs> get you out of the house. But she also I, has a broken finger. Right, right? I know. No, I for am our far listeners, from the Pickleball Hall of Fame. Poor but Terry anyway, has a big old I'm on the DL. <laughs> uh, Terry, tell the listeners a little bit about your background. Okay, so um, I have been involved in uh, locally and it's state, statewide and Republican uh, politics. Well, I grew up with it, but as far as an adult, you know, over 30, well, I guess I should say 40 years now, and uh, in various capacities as a 
volunteer. I currently and have been for many, many years serve as the target board president of the Greene County Central Committee. And our role is the social and the fundraising wing of the our Greene County Republican Party. I also, for 27 years, was co-owner of a small business. So I have a business background. So I'm very interested in our our community prospering as far as businesses go. And I think that also helps the schools. A good school helps the businesses. Amen to that. Very good. Now, uh, again, we talked about your pickleball skills. You travel and play pickleball. You don't just play in Springfield, right? Oh, Elijah, that's not the topic here. Oh, <laughs> come on. It's a little, add a little flavor to it. Uh, I've been known to do that, yes. Okay. Uh, obviously, with the school board races coming up in the spring, you can just now pick up packets. What, earlier this week is the Today. first day? Today. Today's, Today's first day. Today's the first day. Halloween, Today's kick it off day. right. Yeah. Uh, but also, as we look forward, um, we're going to have city council races and mayor's race. And listen, Ken McClure termed out last term as mayor. Ken, my neighbor, shout out to Quail Creek neighborhood. Um, he's in his last term as mayor. Now, I noticed that Gil Smart is on your leadership team, and there's a rumor going around Springfield that Cliff may be thinking about running for mayor. Is this the Cliff Smart for mayor pack? Nope. Okay. If okay. Cliff Smart decided to run for mayor, he would be entertained as well as other candidates for mayor. But we don't have any inside information on Cliff Smart's. Well, he's not the only name I hear, but yeah, I he's probably the most prominent I've been hearing Elijah name. Har. Uh, you know what? As we discussed off the air, ceremony offices don't interest me. <laughs> uh, and this is the problem. And, and I, I know a lot of people that have said, and I'm just going to insert my opinion here, I love the, I, I think Ken McClure does a great job as mayor, but our town has gotten big enough that having a mayor that was empowered with some abilities, probably, especially because they're responsive to the voters, I think would be a good model for the system to move to. Um, and I think, uh, you know, paying the mayor and paying the city council, we're probably at that point we should consider doing that. We're no longer Billings, Missouri. We're Springfield. We're the Correct. third largest community in the state. And I, in my opinion, we should start. We should start treating our city government like that. Yeah, I think a lot of Springfieldians, not just off the subject, but are not aware that it's a council manager form of government, and the mayor has one vote with eight other people. I mean, there are nine votes, and he has one vote. Mm -hmm. and, and I think his vote's only to break ties. Am I right? No, he can vote. He can vote. Yeah, okay, can I couldn't vote, remember but, if he could vote but, or if he could only know, break his, ties. The main job is preside at council meetings and, of course, all the honor, honorary ceremonial. But in, in most communities, the mayor does have a lot of influence. Not that Ken doesn't. But from a constitutional standpoint, governance standpoint, he's one vote of nine. Right. Ken's influence primarily comes from the relationships he develops with the other council members. Absolutely. And in much larger cities, or in a lot of cities our size, the mayor can either veto what the council does, or they have a much stronger bully pulpit, and we don't have that in Springfield. And it's right. partially because Springfield really over the past generation has just come into its own. And right. so, you know, I, I it'll be interesting to see. I know a lot of friends that we've gone back and forth on this topic, but it'll be interesting to see how Springfield embraces being a larger city. Because the question is, do we don't, we probably cannot stagnate. We will either at some point regress or we will continue to grow. And so I don't know when that fulcrum point comes, but I can see it coming soon. Agree. All right. United Springfield. At some point, you're going to start to flesh out all these topics you've got. Mm -hmm. um, how do people find out more information about United Springfield? 
So our website is sgf.vote. And I encourage Well, that's about as simple as it gets. That's right. Exactly. That is. You guys have a has a X page or Facebook page or any of the social media stuff yet? Have the website. Have the website. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. Can't wait to start curating an Instagram page and a TikTok page. We'll look forward to that. <laughs> Gary McQuarrie, Jim Anderson coming in. United Springfield. There'll be players in the next school board race, city council race, and the mayoral race. Check them out, sgf.vote. Thank you both for coming in today. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. All right. We, we'll be back. More to come. Stick around. I saw the sun begin to dim and felt that winter wind blow cold. A man learns who's there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold.